Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Wednesday, January 10th. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the first episode of 2018. I am very, very excited to be here. You know what it is. This is Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Let's get it. Um, it's, it's January, it's 2018. Um, so I'm excited to kick off another calendar year of the podcast. Um, as always, big things to come, uh, big things in store as far as the podcast goes. Um, we got the second annual Thinking Outside the Boombox award show coming up in a couple weeks. Very excited about that the Grammys is coming up in a couple weeks, two and a half weeks. So you know we're gonna get a recap of that in, get a chance to test out those predictions I made. So yeah, January um, will be just as good for the podcast as I think any other month has been. Um, we're back. We're back to the regular format. I'm gonna drop you off with a song of the week. We're gonna I'm gonna hit you with the press play segment, and in the dig deeper segment this week, I will be discussing the most anticipated albums of 2018. 2017 is behind us. It is time for us to move forward and figure out what music we're gonna get this year. So I'm excited for that at the end of the episode. But for now, let's jump into the song of the week. So the song of the week uh, for this week, I'm going to take it um, an R&B route this episode. Um, one of, uh, Raheem Devon, I think, is one of the most underrated R&B artists of our generation. Um, you know, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for how great of an R&B artist and musician he is. Um, Love Behind the Melody, which I believe was his second album, is easily one of my favorite R&B albums of all time and I think one of the one of the best R&B albums of the 2000s. It's just it's wonderful from front to back. It's very cohesive. But one of the very best songs off of that album is the song of the week for this week and that is Mo Better. Um it's a real real slow-paced um you know, elaborate in its instrumentation uh, love song. It's just Raheem, you know, using his naturally, you know, gifted voice to just sing about how much he loves this certain person. And he does it so well. And, like, the song is, like, super long. It might be between, like, six and eight minutes. And the entire time, like, there's a breakdown to where it's just the... 
instrumentation, which is kind of orchestral. And then, you know, there's a time where he's just, you know, hitting some falsettos and harmonizing with himself. But, you know, and it, it crescendos, it, it picks up, it goes back down. It's a journey. Um, and so, you know, I hadn't heard the song in a minute. Um, I decided to revisit an old playlist this week and I rediscovered it. Um, and it's just a fantastic song. I think one of the best songs Raheem Devon has ever made. And I think that everybody should listen to this song. So the song of the week for this week is Mo Better by Raheem Devon off of his 2000, I believe, seven project, Love Behind the Melody. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is time to jump into the press play segment. Yo, we out here. As you may know, the press play segment is separated into three parts. The first is things you should check out. This is where I keep you hip to music videos, new songs, uh, tour release dates, um, all of that information, things that you should check out for yourself. Um, second is the rumor mill and the announcements. And then third, which we're going to skip this week because it will be rolled into the larger Dig Deeper segment, but that is where I go over the upcoming albums or the recently released albums that you should check out. But as we are doing the most anticipated albums of 2018, all of that will be a part of the Dig Deeper segment. So let's jump into the things that you should check out. Number one, huh. This this is just such good news, and this will actually this actually combines with something further down the line. So I'll start with this one. Black Panther has released a new trailer. As you may know, the movie comes out February sixteenth, and you may be wondering what does this have to do with hip hop or R and B. Well, I will tell you. It has been announced that Kendrick Lamar and TDE will be producing and uh, creating the soundtrack for Black Panther, which um, is supposed to release February 9th, I believe, the soundtrack. So this has a lot to do with hip-hop and R&B, because this is about to be a movement. Kendrick and TDE doing the whole soundtrack for Black Panther? That's... They did it for the culture. They really they really did. Or they're doing it for the culture. Um, so that, that journeys into the second thing you should check out, which is the fact that they released the first song from the soundtrack, and it's Kendrick and SZA, um, and they combine uh, for a song called All the Stars. If you were watching uh, Kendrick perform at halftime of the college football playoff between Alabama and Georgia, you heard this song. It was the very last song he performed during that performance. But as you may know, every as you know, everything that uh, I talk about in this segment will be in the podcast newsletter you can get that two ways you can go to thinking outside the boombox.com hit the newsletter tab boom there it is or if you want this in your email every week on the dot when the episode releases uh you go to thinking outside the boombox.com on the right hand side there's a box where you can put in your email address and you will get the newsletter delivered to your inbox every week Everything that I talk about in the segment will be in that newsletter. So that will keep you up up to date. All you got to do is check it out. Next thing you should check out, uh, Bruno Mars released a remix and subsequent music video for his song Finesse off of his 24 Karat Magic project from uh, 2016. Um, man, that's wild that that was the 2016 album. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but it was. Um, and he got Cardi B on the remix and it's dope. And the music video is dope and it's got an in living color vibe to it. Cardi is, she's playful and, you know, she's holding it down on the remix and the music video is a sight to see like, yo, if we had any doubts that Cardi B would do something to follow up, uh, Bodak Yellow and that momentum, we shouldn't have. She, she's got, she and Atlantic, I believe, who is her label, they got this. Um, more on that later. So definitely check out that remix. Um, as far as music videos go, Justin Timberlake has announced that he's releasing an album called Man on the, Man, Man of the Woods, I believe. Let me get that right. Uh, yes, Man of the Woods. Um, and he released the first single, and subsequent music video called Filthy 
uh, which features like a robot, like kind of in like a uh, Apple. Um, what are those? I can't even think of what they're called. But when they announced the new iPhones and all of that, um, keynotes, um, it was kind of like a robot in one of those situations doing these dances, and it was controlled by Justin Timberlake um, while the song was performed. It was a weird video, um, and I'm also not really sure how it connects to Man of the Woods, but um, definitely check it out because it, it was weird, but it was you know interesting. Like I would I would watch it again. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, Jay Z. You know, as you know, whenever Jay-Z releases a music video on Tidal, most likely a week later it's going to be on YouTube. So he released the music video for Family Feud off his 444 project. Um, and it it's star-studded. Like, it's not even really a music video. It's a short film. Um, it was directed by Ava DuVernay. Um, it features... Who all is in it? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm completely blanking. Uh, Omari... I believe his last name is Hardwick. Uh, Ghost from Power is in it. Um, yeah, I blanked on all the other people, but a lot of famous black people. Um, Jay spared no expense. Beyonce was in it. Jay was in it. Blue Ivy Carter was in it. Um, they they made sure to they made sure to 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 put put the big people in there, you know. Um, and Jay Z is on his director ish, like you know he's got big ideas for like almost all of the music videos for this album. So you can tell that this was curated and thought out very well. And, you know, Jay is bringing a whole new light to his music videos. So you definitely want to check that out um, in the podcast newsletter. Uh, next up, Coachella 2018. They have announced the lineup for this year's um, festival. And it will be the weekend of Friday, April the 13th, as well as the weekend of Friday, April the 20th. And here are just some of the big names that will be there. The Weeknd, Beyonce, SZA, Vince Staples, Daniel Caesar, Eminem, Cardi B, Miguel, Migos, Tyler the Creator. Um, Man, a lot. It's going to be a lot of people. Uh, honestly... This seems like the year to go to Coachella, and I, I was not anywhere near ready to put that in my plans for this year, so it's probably not going to happen, but the lineup is probably one of the best that I've ever seen, so, you know, if you if you got the moolah, you you don't want to miss this, like, if you, if you got that ready to just throw down and take a trip to Indio, California in April, then you don't want to do that. Uh, you, you, you're not going to miss Coachella. So check out the podcast newsletter for more information on that. Uh, next thing you should check out, Travis Scott did an interview with Billboard and I, I feel like Travis doesn't really do that many interviews, but, um, he definitely sat down with Billboard and he talked about, you know, the whole pregnancy rumors with him and Kylie he talked about, you know, his influences, how he works, his album. It was a really good interview. And definitely gave you some insight into what to expect from Travis next and, you know, how he operates as a as an artist. So you definitely want to check that out as well. Eminem released uh, the remix to his song Chloroseptic off of his Revival project. This was the song that uh, we thought 2 Chains was originally going to be on, but then the album dropped and he wasn't on it. But it turns out he his verse was put on the remix Fresher delivered a new verse. Eminem delivered a new verse where he completely murdered it and also took some shots at Joe Budden because Joe Budden said that his album was trash. So there's some uh, there's some some issues in the shady camp. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, Bizarre from D12 has also been involved now. So it's it's going to be a story. But you definitely want to check out the remix because 2 Chains killed it, Fresher killed it, Eminem killed it. Uh, finally, in the things you should check out, ASAP Ferg was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, um, and he performed his now platinum-selling song, Plain Jane, um, and it was a dope performance. I, I didn't think that I could watch an ASAP Ferg performance on, like, a live, you know, primetime talk show and see the energy that I saw or see the reception from the crowd that I saw, but it was refreshing to see that. Um, you know, he got... You know, people were received the performance well, and he killed it. So you definitely want to check that out. 
Uh, let's jump into the rumor mill and the announcements. Number one, let's just shout out hip hop and R and B one time because it was reported that of the top one thousand songs that were streamed in twenty seventeen, fifty percent of them, half of them, were hip hop and R and B. Yo, we we taking over, baby. We it's, that's just that's just what's happening. Like hip hop and R and B, they are they're ruling music right now. Like, I can't even remember the last rock song I listened to, you feel me? Like, it's, you know, it's just inevitable. So shout out to these genres. Shout out to hip-hop and R&B, the genres that I devote so much time to and that I'm passionate about. So I'm glad that they're, you know, really getting their just desserts. Um, Next thing, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover is going to perform at the Grammys. So that's dope because I haven't, I've never seen him perform. Uh, actually, no, I've seen Childish Gambino perform before. Um, I definitely haven't seen him perform since he released uh, Awaken My Love. So that should be exciting. You know, you know he's going to perform Redbone. It's, it's, it's nominated for like two or three Grammys. So we're going to get that. So I'm, I'm excited to see him perform on the big stage. That's a great opportunity for him. Uh, Frank Ocean might have new music coming. Uh, you know, he's he likes to put, you know, secrets and snippets and Easter eggs on his Tumblr. And on his Tumblr, he posted a picture of somebody wearing a hat that said, if you like 2017, you'll love 2018. With the caption, new 18 to 99. So people are speculating that that means that he's got new music or a new album coming this year. And... You know, judging just off of how much music he put out uh, last year and then in 2016, I, I wouldn't doubt that we're going to at least get a song from him. So, um, well, I'll keep you updated on that. Also, Good Music might be having some music coming. Um, they've They've been busy at the Good Music camp. You know, their SoundCloud page recently just got back online and it's verified. So that's a big deal. Um, and then the website, the Good Music website, is also now back online, and it it has a clock. It was originally said that it was a countdown, but, I mean, it's just a clock. It has the time, and it's going up. Um, but it has the time and the date and the Good Music logo. That's all that's on the site. But the fact that the SoundCloud is back up and, the, you know, this site is now active means that we very well could be getting the Cruel Winter album that we've been waiting on for a couple years. So that is good to hear. Um, the Migos, they, I don't know why I just said the Migos, um, Migos, uh, announced that Culture 2, um, is being mixed right now, so we could definitely get that soon, um, so excited for that, you know, they dropped Culture, the first one in January of 2017, so, you know, who knows, maybe we get it toward the end of this, toward the end of this month, it's, it's quite possible, um, so look out for that. Um, in other news, according to ESPN, Dr. Dre is working on detox. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous. Why is this coming from ESPN? But apparently some ESPN reporter was talking with Dr. Dre and he asked him if detox was coming out. And Dre was like, well, I'm actually working on a couple songs. So who knows? We'll see. And at this point, I'm just tired. Like, this is Jay Electronica for me. Like, I don't even want detox. I was perfectly fine when you dropped the Compton album a few years ago and said that Detox would never come out and that you were off that and that Compton was your last album. I was fine with it. Compton was decent and like let's just call your career rap. You feel me as far as music goes. But if you if you try and get people's hopes up with this Detox thing only to not release Detox, it will put a hurt on your legacy. Not saying that you're going to drop in the standings, you know, of your in rankings of like some of the best hip hop artists but people will when they think of dr dre that's going to be one of the things that comes up you know they're gonna be like oh beats by dre oh nwa oh the chronic oh detox that was never released like that is going to be you know down the line of the things that are mentioned when people come with your name so tread lightly andre <laughs> um finally in the rumor mill and announcements lupe fiasco let's talk about him um we talked about him uh, with the homies Joe and Gerald um, a few episodes back about whether he 
uh, is one of the best lyricists of all time. And Lupe decided to get into his own lyricist conversation on Twitter. Um, somebody asked him on Twitter, answer this. With all honesty, do you really believe Logic is better than Kendrick lyrically? And Lupe said, I'll put it to you like this. K-Dot is not a top-tier lyricist to me, and my standards when it comes to punchlines and bars. His overall lyrics are good. His stories, phenomenal. But punchline, entendre, lyrically, I don't see it. Somebody said, look out for Detox, which is a Kendrick song, destroys any Lupe tracks. I like Lupe a lot, but it's not close in my opinion. Lupe said, I've never been destroyed. Also, the only issue that the world thinks I have with K-Dot, and I actually do, is that I think his control verse was whack and super overhyped to be a verse claiming you are the best rapper. It was very weird. I was told it was just bait, but still. Ooh. So we're not going to get into a full dig deeper segment on this, but I want to address this. So Lupe, who, as we discussed, and as I believe, is one of the greatest lyricists of all time, doesn't think that Kendrick Lamar is a top-tier lyricist. So I'm going to say this. I agree with some of the things that Lupe says. I believe he, he came off the wrong way when he said it. So let's break it down. He said, K-Dot is not a top-tier lyricist to me. And to me and my standards when it comes to punchlines and bars. Okay, that's fine. He he is one of the greatest lyricists of all time. He's going to have high standards when it comes to if somebody is a top-tier lyricist. And he said he's not a top-tier lyricist to him and his standards. Okay, that's fine. I don't agree with that. Like you can't you you just can't say that Kendrick Lamar is not a top-tier lyricist. Like that's that's just that's beyond that's beyond false. Um he said his overall lyrics are good. His story's phenomenal. Those are compliments. This is this is not coming at K Dot. He's just stating his opinion. I agree with that. Um, he said, but punchline entendre lyrically, I don't see it. Okay, I I can take that point. Kendrick Lamar, when you think about punchlines and like you know double entendres, like that's not really what Kendrick is best at, and that's not really what he. He, you know, strives for, he said in multiple songs, like, don't call me lyrical. He said something like, you know, even my, even my like simplest raps are the more pivotal. Like he, he's not a punchline rapper. Like I, you know, he's, you know, what Kendrick gives us in his lyricism is amazing storytelling, um, amazing concepts, amazing flows you know, and all of that, you know, together and general amazing songwriting. But I wouldn't say that he's, you know, the best when it comes to like wordplay and, you know, punchlines and stuff like that. But I don't think that that's what it takes to be a great lyricist. Like I think the things that Kendrick is good at, like the things I just mentioned, does make him a top tier lyricist. So, you know, I I kind of get what Lupe was saying, but he came off a little wrong with it. Um so, you know, that's fine. I you know, it you know, the internet blew up of course when he said this, but you know, I can I can understand where he's coming from. Um as far as Look Out for Detox, Look Out for Detox is one of the like hardest hitting songs that Kendrick has ever made. And so, um does it is it better than everything Lupe's ever made? No, that was a foolish statement by whoever said that on Twitter. And as far as control, all right, Lupe, you tripping. Control was a great verse. No, it wasn't the best, but the verse wasn't whack and overhyped. Like it was it was warning shots. And just the fact that he did that put that, you know, verse at the top that year because wasn't nobody calling out rappers like that really, like, wasn't nobody really engaging in rap beef like based off rap you know a lot of times so at that point so you know it's it's whatever with that you know i still think lupe is one of the greatest but you know he's got a lot of opinions so i just wanted to unpack that so after a short break i'll be right back with the dig deeper segment
Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is time for the Dig Deeper segment. Woo, man, I'm going to have some fun with that. I love me this NPC. Yo, let's get it. It is time to discuss the most anticipated albums of 2018. 2017 was great. You know, we got some amazing projects. I didn't think it was going to be able to, to hold its own against 2016, but it certainly did. So now let's see what 2018 has to offer. Um, the way I break these down is into three categories. I love three categories for some reason. Um, the first is albums that have known release dates. Like there's already a date attached to it. We know when it's going to come out. There aren't many of those this year. The second is those that are going to come out this year. Like it's, you know, it's, there's a high percentage that the album will come out. There just isn't a release date for it. And then final is more of those like wish list albums. So the albums that there's a chance, a slight chance that it comes out this year, but uh, you're not holding your breath over it. You know what I mean? Um, so let's jump into the list, starting with the ones with release dates. January, literally six days from now, although in my personal opinion, I believe it'll probably come out on the 19th. Because everything releases on Fridays nowadays and not Tuesdays. Um, Dave East is releasing Paranoia 2 on January 16th. Um, so I think that you can expect this album to pick up exactly where his last one left off. And for him to deliver some introspective street bars with a couple you know, radio hits thrown in there. Dave East is on the rise and he's a hard-hitting lyricist. Um, an MC, so I'm excited for this album. As you know, Paranoia, like the first Paranoia, made my um, made the honorable mention for the top 20 albums of uh, 27. Sorry, yeah, top 20 albums of 2017. So I'm excited to see what else he has in store. February, as I mentioned, on February 2nd, Justin Timberlake is releasing Man of the Woods. So here's here's some thoughts. So he's stated that for this album, he hasn't said that he will be straying away from like his pop R&B roots, but he has said that this album will be focusing more on his like origin. So like where he's from and like Tennessee and like all of that. And he kind of made it seem like it's going to have some country vibes and you know, there were rumors a few years ago, so like maybe in 2015, that he would be he's going to be releasing a country album. It just never happened. But now, you know, it seems like this could be that album. The reason that I still mention it and the reason that I have hope is because Pharrell and Timbaland are still involved. So, you know, I can only hope that they can drag some sort of like amazing like music out of Justin Timberlake even if he's trying to give us this country stuff because I, I gotta I gotta be real true I'm not here for that I, I'm just not and Justin Timberlake has been you know halfway canceled since the Super Bowl anyways and you know he's performing at this year's Super Bowl so he's got to make the right moves here you feel me and you know it seems like he's trying to leave behind the people who you know really helped you know, really helped him make a name for himself, you feel me? So we'll see what happens with that. February 9th, Kendrick Lamar and TDE will be releasing Black Panther, the album. I don't even have to explain why that's such a big deal. That's going to be such a dope project. Um, it's new music from Kendrick. Um, so we'll just, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We really will because... Um, you know, we haven't gotten music from Kendrick since damn earlier last year. Um, so this is this is a short period of time for us to get new new stuff from him. So I'm excited to see what he has in store. And hopefully, you know, it is a true TDE collaboration and we get, you know, stuff from like Schoolboy, Isaiah Rashad, J-Rock, all of them. Because that would be that would be very tight. I need that. I need that. We need that. So I'm excited for that. So that's all for the albums that actually have release dates. You know, it's early in the year, 
And, you know, in most most times, you know, most albums don't have release dates this early in January. It's only been 10 days. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, I will be posting this list on thinkitoutsidetheboombox.com. Um, there's a tab that says extra content, and there will be the most anticipated albums under that. So you can, I will be updating that whenever I get new information throughout the year. So you can always check back in case you need to know some albums that are coming out. Or you can just listen to the podcast because I will let you know. So let's jump into um, the ones that are most likely going to be released. They don't just, they just don't have release dates. I'm going to go in alphabetical order. ASAP Rocky, to be announced. No, no, no name yet. Um, But this is most likely coming out this year. It's been... It's been a minute. ASAP Rocky hasn't dropped a project since, I want to say, like 2015. Um, but he recently uploaded snippets of some new songs to his Instagram, and then he deleted them all and, like, cleared his Instagram. So, I mean, homie's being weird. It's The album's coming out. Who knows when, but ASAP Rocky will be dropping a project. We'll see if it can live up to, like, his first two uh projects not saying that his last project wasn't good but you know i feel like the vibe that asap rocky is known for was definitely showcased on those first two rather than his last cardi b to be announced no name yet so the visibility run that she's on now it's not a promotional run but just you know she's out there you know you know, it smells like a new album. The fact that she's got that Bruno feature on the Finesse remix. She's got her own new single in Bardier Cardi. She's got a new song coming with Yo Gotti, which sounds like a club banger that's going to go off in, you know, concerts and parties the clubs and all of that. She has to capitalize off the momentum from Bullet Act Yellow, and it would be stupid for her and her label not to release a project this year. That's coming. Cardi B's debut album will drop this year. Um, it's just a matter of when. And I smell something soon, like maybe the spring. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, next is Affected by Kaz. So Kaz, as you know, um, is one of the members of Dreamville, J. Cole's label. Um, and he released his project, Kaz and Effect, like a few years back. And he's dropping his new project, Affected, with an E, um in q1 so we're gonna get that you know probably before march is over um he already released the first single which is called questions um and it also a music video actually i'm gonna add that to the newsletter because it was a dope music video um he like flipped the script on like the like a role reversal between cops and like black people so it was a bunch of black people and his homies working in the police station and then the cops were out out like smoking weed and doing all this stuff and getting arrested by the black people as a role reversal. It was a very interesting video. Um, Kaz is, you know, he's got that street rap, but he's also very lyrical, very introspective. And this song was uh, w- one of those examples. So it's time for him to take the next step in his career. And I think this album will be it. Elephants on Acid by Cypress Hill. That's right. The Cypress Hill, the group that made Insane in the Brain, are back for their first album in eight years. Um, This is their ninth studio album, so I think it should hopefully show just how well they can adapt to the times. And this album has reportedly been in the works for a few years, so we'll see what happens with that. Drake, to be announced. He said on Do Not Disturb at the End of More Life that he would be back in 2018 and there are already random songs leaking across the internet. So let's let's be real. The Six God is definitely bringing some heat this year. Um, but let's talk about the importance of this album. The last two projects Drake released were More Life and Views. Views was one of his is one of his most successful albums to date. It did insane numbers between streaming and, you know, album sales. Like, it's insane numbers. Um, but was critically and... Um, and criti- it was critically, you know, disappointing and also disappointing for the fans. So it's regarded kind of as a flop among the culture. He came back with more life... Um, people are more were more excited about that, and it was a better album as a whole. But he dubbed it a playlist to take off some of the pressure, in my opinion. 
this album is a big deal. Drake needs to I don't he doesn't necessarily need to give us another take care. But if he could give us like a nothing was the same, that would even be dope. Like Drake needs to and I said this, I said this before he dropped views, but Drake needs to rap. He needs he needs to really rap. And I talked about this a couple weeks ago, I think. But I want to see Drake lyrically attempt to come not come at Ken, to come at Kendrick, not like dissing Kendrick, but to I want Drake's goal to be I want to make an album where I attempt to rap just as well as Kendrick Lamar can. Because how like who knows if he can do it? Maybe he's never tried and maybe he can't, but you know, he's good enough as a as a songwriter, I think for even if he can't rap as well as Kendrick that we know that he can rap that will at least get a dope project. I think that it will come together, but I think he needs to challenge himself for that. He needs to he needs to to focus in on I think what the the fans want. And they, they don't want views and you can't drop a project like views again because then your legacy starts to it starts to waver. So this album is an important one for Drake. This needs to this needs to blow us away musically or lyrically or in preferably both. So we'll see what Drake brings this year. Earl Sweatshirt to be announced. Um, we haven't gotten an album from him in three years. That's that's all we got. That's, a, that's all I got for him. Like he. He has mentioned that he's got new music coming this year. It makes sense that it's going to be an album. He's one of the one of the most gifted uh, MCs in the game, especially for his age. So we need more content from him. You know, we haven't gotten much music from Earl, you know, as a whole since he, you know, came back on the scene. So I'm excited for that. Future to be announced. It it doesn't even matter. He hasn't even announced anything. But future, when is future not dropped a project in a year? You feel me? He will be dropping a project, guarantee it. Gucci Man, same thing. He already announced that his next project will be called The Evil Genius. So, <laughs> where does he get these titles, man? El Gato, The Human Glacier? Like, what are these titles? The Evil Genius? But Gucci will be dropping as well. J-Rock from TDE, to be announced. Um... TDE always has plans every year to take over the game. And, you know, J-Rock is one of the ones in the camp that's next up. We haven't gotten out from him in three years. 90059 was a dope project. Um, so it's time for J-Rock to, you know, make sure that we don't forget about him and drop that project. Kanye West. TurboGrafx-16, which is the last known name that he mentioned for this album. But I do think this will drop this year. You know... People from Donda's camp have been commenting on posts saying that new music is coming soon. I believe, whether that's Cruel Winter, which we'll talk about later, or, you know, this TurboGrafx-16 album, I do think Kanye will be releasing music this year. It's been too long. He just tries not to stay away too long. So I think it's it's about time for him to to get back in it. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for it. I'm always excited for music from Kanye. He, as a whole, as a whole, he has, he hasn't let me down musically yet. You know, no matter what the project is and where the lyrics may falter, you know, the music makes up for it. Like, I'm always excited for a Kanye project, no matter how problematic he is and has been I will I will listen to his next album. Um so look out for that. Migos Culture 2. You know the fact that it's already in mixing like I mentioned earlier in the press play segment, you know means that it's very likely that this will drop Q1. You know when Travis and Quavo mentioned that Huncho Jack was in mixing, we got that project maybe no later than 2 weeks later. So it's very likely that we get Culture 2 um, in time for the anniversary of culture. So hold out for that. We might get that at the end of this month. Nicki Minaj. Last last thought of uh, name for this project, NM4. This is also a pivotal moment for Nicki. Between the Cardi situation and the Joe Budden and Charlemagne situation, saying that she was one of the most washed of 2017, she's got something to prove to us whether she thinks so or not. I think we can expect an album this year. 
And let's hope it's what we want. Cause let's be let's be real. I haven't gotten a Nicki major label studio album that has been what I wanted yet. I didn't want Pink Friday. I didn't want Pink Friday Reloaded. I didn't want the pink print. Nicki Minaj hasn't delivered on an album, you know, what I've expected from her since her first project. So this, I'm at the end of my road with Nicki Minaj. Um, I'm kind of tired of hearing that she's the queen of rap because I I can name you two to three rappers that can spit better than her and have spit better than her at least over the past few years and you know if this album isn't you know she's been giving us a lot of pop stuff and not enough hip-hop and for her to claim to be the queen of hip-hop i need more than that and if i don't get it this album i'm honestly i'm at the end of my rope i'm i might be off that so let's let's hope that nikki can deliver party next door club atlantis um, we thought this album was going to come last year, but we got the seven days EP instead. So I think it's very likely that we get new music from party and his, his major label albums are dope. Like party next door was good. P2 was good. P3, PND3 was good. Like he, the songwriting party next door is one of the, one of the, one of the best songwriters in R&B and like hip hop right now. He's behind the scenes of a lot of stuff and you know he also brings the heat on his own album so look out for that. Pusha T, King Push. You know, last I heard Pusha said this album was waiting on Kanye. Kanye's executive producing it, executively producing it, um and apparently doing the same for all of Good Music's projects, upcoming projects. So, you know, he's very meticulous and, you know, he's a perfectionist. So I think that's probably what's holding this album up. But as I said, good music is up to something this year. I think we could get a Pusha T album this year as well. And Pusha always brings the heat. So I'm excited for that. Ray Shrimmerd, they have confirmed, you know, from the mouth of babes, you know, they've confirmed themselves that Shrim Life 3 will be dropping this year. Expect more party, turn up music, and expect some uh, some experimental stuff. Like, I think, you know, they're, they, they, they're good to experiment and take risks, and so I think that they're going to do the same on Shrim Life 3. Schoolboy Q to be announced. Same with J Rock. He's next up. He's on. He's on the TDE roster to drop a project this year. You know, and Schoolboy said that he's working on some stuff. I think he said he was like ninety percent done or eighty percent done with the album. So definitely, for sure, expect a Schoolboy Q album this year. Tory Lanez, Memories Don't Die, follow up to his I Told You album. Him and Drake are cool now, so maybe we'll get a Drake feature on this project. Who knows? Who knows? But Tory Lanez, he's he's dope, so look out for his album as well. Travis Scott, Astro World Q1. This will be dropping quarter one. I I strongly believe that. Get ready for Travis to extend his streak. You know, I heard he's trying to get Stevie Wonder on this. He talked about that in the Billboard interview. Um, and they said this album is going to have serious Houston sounds. So expect this to be like musically like extravagant. Like the sounds are just going to melt off the off, off of your phone. I just I just have a feeling that this is musically going to be a fantastic album. So I'm excited for Astro World to drop. So that's all for the albums that No, you know what? Actually, I had this album under maybe but i'm gonna move it up to the list of albums that we just don't have release dates for the internet they're dropping this year to be announced on the title but they took some time off for sid matt the martian and steve lacy to release their own solo projects all were dope and i think we're finally going to get an ego death follow-up this year the internet i think will drop a, a, a project this year so let's jump into the maybes. These are the albums where it's like, I mean, maybe they'll drop, but not holding my breath. Number one, Beyonce. Now, walk with me here. I Beyonce has enough music, enough albums for a sort of pattern to form. And I noticed this pattern when I was looking at her discography. In 2003, she dropped her debut, Dangerously in Love. Three years later... B-Day in 2006. Two years later, I Am Sasha Fierce in 2008. Three years later, Four in 2011. Two years later, 
Beyonce in 2013. Three years later, Lemonade in 2016. So you see where I'm going here. There's a 3-2-3-2-3-2 pattern in how much time she takes off in between albums. So this is a two-year. She dropped Lemonade in 2016. If this pattern is actually a pattern that's planned out, it would make sense that she will drop in pro a project in 2018 to complete this pattern. Um, sadly, if this pattern is true, that means we won't get more Beyonce music until 2021 after that. But, you know, we'll take what we can get. Also, she's performing at Coachella this year. And, you know, it's very likely, you know, Beyonce can tour off of old music as many times as possible. So it's very likely that she doesn't drop before Coachella um, and, you know, maybe announces something at Coachella, like, yo, album coming out, HBO special about the album coming out after Coachella. Or she could drop it before and perform all of that, you know, before. I mean, Coachella's in April. She has time. It's January. Are you kidding? With her surprise releases, she has lots of time to, like, roll out a release. So, I think, I, I personally think Beyonce will give us some heat this year. Next, Chance the Rapper and Childish Gambino to be announced. Um, I only have this on the list because Gambino mentioned that when asked about this project that they should get it done because people are going to come after him if they don't put it out. So it's on the maybe list. We'll see what happens there. Chance the Rapper's solo project to be announced. Um, it's been almost two years since Coloring Book, so it's about the time for Chance to drop something new and maybe he'll drop that debut album he's been talking about. He he mentioned a while ago a, a project called Socks, S-O-X, um, and that maybe being his solo thing, he mentioned that back when Surf was coming out. So it might change names, but I think that maybe we get a solo project from Chance. Good Music Cruel Winter. I mentioned that the Good Music website is up and running. The fact that that's been updated is a, and the fact that their SoundCloud is verified and up is a very good sign. And the fact that winter doesn't end until March means that we could we could get a Cruel Winter project, you know. The fact that all of this stuff is happening with their websites and stuff is happening now could mean that they're rolling out a release toward the end of winter to get this Cruel Winter project off. So I'm excited if so, but, you know, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to hold my breath with this. Lil Wayne, the Carter Five. What more do I have to say? Who knows if we ever see the light of day, but, you know, he dropped Dedication 6, you know, just last month. So maybe they can work things out this year and we can get the Carter Five. Nas to be announced. Look, he told us two years ago on Khaled's album that his album was done. He he was on a song called Nas Album Done on on what album was that? Major Key. And where's the album, Nas? Like, bruh, like, you know, I guess I'm not in a rush because I mean, you know, I don't need new music from Nas. Like his legacy is solidified and like, you know, I, I don't need it, but I would like it if you're talking about that it's coming, so We'll see. We might get Nas's album this year. Puff Daddy and the Family, No Way Out 2. Who knows? He mentioned that like two years ago that that was coming. Haven't heard anything since. Um, but Diddy's always making moves, so we'll see if we get that album this year. Rihanna, to be announced. You know, she was busy with Fenty Beauty and all her other ventures last year, but it's been two years since Anti-Dropped, and she's only had a drought longer than two years once in eight albums. So it's very likely that she doesn't take, you know, longer than two years to drop an album again, so we might be getting a Rihanna album this year. Tanache, Joyride, been waiting on this album for a while. Maybe this is the year we finally get it, maybe not. But we definitely want it. Tanache is the truth. And finally, on this list, 2088, to be announced. Uh, both Big Sean and Janae Aiko released solo projects last year. And on those respective albums, uh, there were songs featuring the both of them. They're clearly still collaborating. Um, and so, you know, I think they did mention that they wanted to get their solos off before they did another one. But I think that we can guarantee that 2088 will probably come this year. Maybe. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the list. Um, those are... If we get all of the albums that have release dates and the ones that don't have release dates, that will be a good year. Can you believe that? If we get Travis, Schoolboy, Pusha, Party, Nicki, Migos, Kanye, 
you know, Gucci, J-Rock, Drake, like that would be a good year. And then even if we throw in some of the the long shots like Beyonce and Chance, yo, Rihanna. So if if we get some good percentages this year, 2018 could be as good as 2016. That's facts. And that's because a lot of the artists that were released in 2016 could be set to drop again this, this year. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, I will be posting this list and updating it throughout the year on thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. But it's going to be a good year, and I'm very excited for it. And, you know, good year in music means good year in podcasts, so you know I'm about it. Um, but, yes, that is it for this episode. This has been Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. <laughs> Tell your friends about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Uh, I will be back hopefully next week with another episode. If not next week, two weeks from now, we'll definitely be back with the second annual Thinking Outside the Boombox Hip Hop and R&B Awards show. So stay tuned for that. I will see you all soon. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.